All right. Welcome, everyone. This is Vice Mayor Brandon Johnson, joined by my favorite District 2 council member. <laughs> oh, that was slick. I like that. <laughs> At first, I thought you were just going to say favorite council member, and I was going to be all excited. That was that was really slick. Way to go. I'm going to steal that. My favorite District 2 council member, Becky Tuttle, was here with us today. And as you all know, we don't have a council meeting next week, but we do have a workshop, one that is very important to our constituents that we've heard a lot about. We'll be reviewing our code of ethics for the city of Wichita and some of the goals of the ethics policy and as well as the workshop to let all our constituents know is definitely that we're dedicated to the ideals of honor and integrity in all public and personal relationships. We want to also codify that we avoid conflicts of interest by refraining from participating in decisions or being involved in transactions in which officials or our family or friends or business entities might have an interest. And I, I do want to highlight, I've seen thus far quite a few times on council that my colleagues will highlight if they have a perceived conflict of interest and abstain from voting. And I've seen that from several different council members. So definitely appreciate holding on to that personal integrity. And then uh, also in this policy, we're looking at if for any reason involvement can't be avoided, that the elected official will make a full disclosure of that association and also refrain from assisting and representing the private interest of another before any commission or board and refrain from unduly influencing city staff on projects benefiting private par parties and much more. Sounds like we're going to have a full agenda. Yeah, it's <laughs> going to be a long workshop. Absolutely. And this is something that is a continuation from a retreat that we had, a policy retreat on, back in June of 2020. But really, it was even before then. We started having some of these discussions, I think it was in December of 2019, yeah. of you know, what can we do to make sure that we are letting the community know that, you know, we're, we're trying to be as transparent as we can. Um, I know all of us have, you know, not only the policies that we'll be addressing, but also personal policies, such as I don't ever let anyone even purchase me a meal or a drink. And that's just something that's important to me to follow. So I've seen other council members do that too, but this will just be a, a way to maybe formalize some standards for all of us. So we want to make sure that we build confidence um, that as elected officials, we're, we're trying to do the right thing and that we create consistency and in policy interpretation. We, we want to build best-in-class guidelines. We've done a peer review of other cities to see what they have and uh, what policies they have regarding ethics and, and want to not only follow that, but hopefully also exceed that. And then also identify guiding principles for conduct. And then finally, we want to value continuous training in ethics and make sure that it's a this isn't a one-time conversation, hopefully not a document or a policy that we develop and put on a shelf. It's something that we continue to look at. So, um, you know, we, we all conduct business as council members or elected officials with our own integrity. We just want to codify the standards in order to be more transparent and to make sure that we build trust within our residents so that they know that, you know, what we're doing and, and, and being as transparent as we can. Yeah, and I think you made some good points there. You know, a lot of folks just care about what's in black and white. So we're making sure that not only is it, you know, just trust us, it's, hey, it's here in black and white. There's, you know, different consequences if we don't follow it. And again, that we all, you know, currently operate on our own integrity and, and do the best that we can. But again, putting this in black and white, I think, helps build that trust with our community. Another point you made that, that was really good is we have been talking about this before that retreat Absolutely. last year. It was something that I think each council member has seen 
uh, even when we're sworn in and we're new council members, you being the newest yep. at this point until next month. Um, but you know, you, you get a, a handbook and you see this, this code of ethics and that's it. Like there was nothing there. And I think we all have kind of seen, uh, that there was an issue. So we all jumped at the opportunity to be able to strengthen that, uh, to make sure that the citizens knew we were being guided by the right the right thing. And I, one thing that I'm really quite proud of, and, and I hope the community is aware of, is that everyone on council and the mayor have been involved and contributed in some way to the policy that we're actually going to be discussing next Tuesday. This isn't um, something that, you know, was done in isolation and now we're being presented with it. We've all had an opportunity to weigh in. I've seen things that I've recommended be added. I've asked a few things be deleted. Um, yeah. So so it really is a, a collective effort from all the council members. And that, I think, also it's important to note that, you know, I, I'm one of the folks that always complains about the speed of government. But, you know, this one took a while because we all had input. A lot of research was put into it. And so when you say, you know, we were talking about this in 2019 and here we are in 2021, we did a lot of work to make sure this is here. And again, we, we hope that everybody, you know, tunes in to, to check out what's being talked about. Well, and I think one of the reasons, too, you know, sometimes people do complain about the speed of government, but we are beholden to get input from our community members. And yeah. that takes time. And then also to to gather research and data and, and to see what other communities are doing and, and to develop a model policy does take time. And so sometimes, you know, it's not about the quantity of time that it took. It's the quality of the product at the end. Yeah. And, and you make a really good point. So here we are coming up on a workshop and workshops are a way that this council uses to get public feedback. So why you can't, you know, talk to us during the workshop, you can watch it. You can email your council member and mayor after that, and I always encourage everybody to email us all so we see the same thing at the same time. But this is one of those tools that we're going to use for engagement with the community before we even vote on this Absolutely. so that people can see this final draft so people can then give uh, input on it. And one of the cool things about this as well is that, you know, it goes even deeper to establish an ethics advisory board. You know, this board will review complaints and conduct an investigation um, if they find that something's wrong, violations could result in a fine or some additional training or potential um, looking at removal for office. And the important thing to look at with the removal from office is we as council members cannot remove a colleague. Mm -hmm. But what we can do is ask the DA to file an ouster procedure, which then, you know, if that council member was found guilty, could result in them being removed from office. So some of the concerns we had with um, – our policy was like, well, you guys can't really do anything. Well, per the last policy, yes, but now, you know, this would have those different steps and, of course, empower this board to then, you know, reach out to the DA. Good comments. We also want to make sure that we provide whistleblower protection, you know, so if somebody in the community does have a concern, we don't want people to be fearful that there could be retaliation or anything to, to happen, you know, for them if they if they raised a concern. So that's certainly going to be a part of it. And all the materials will be online during the workshop for the public to view. I wrote my newsletter article this morning, and I made sure that I incur and incorporated this and asked my constituents who read that to, you know, reach out and let me know what they think and, and look at the materials, try and watch the meeting if they can, even if they can't catch it at 9.30 on Tuesday, go back and watch it later. It's on our YouTube it's on Facebook Live, so they'll have an opportunity to see it there. And while there's no place for public comment at the workshop, again, we do want to hear from folks, and we hope they tune into the discussion. Um, but really, 
read, reach out. And I say it every time in my newsletter, I say it consistently for the last couple of years that I've been privileged enough to have this office is that my door and my mind are always open. And, and I think all of us agree with that philosophy. So please, we really want the community to reach out. That's what we're here for. Yeah, definitely. And, and shameless plug, um, council member Tuttle brought it up. If you haven't signed up for the newsletter of your council member, definitely do so. Lots of wonderful information in there, events, resources, all of that good stuff. And then always a message from your council member. Yeah. And I was sharing earlier that I have been pleasantly surprised how many folks will reach out to me because of something in my newsletter. And then a lot of my homeowners associations in District 2 use the content from our newsletter that we develop for their newsletters for their neighborhood associate or for oh, their yeah. homeowners associations or neighborhood associations and more in your case. So I just think they're a great tool and a lot of great information. Yeah. So reach out to your council member, get signed up for your newsletter or um, like Wichita's most famous, uh, most informed person. You can sign up for them all and see what we're all saying. Always a good thing. Um, but again, next week we're going to have this wonderful workshop. Hope you all tune in. Reach out to all of us with your thoughts. Let us know if you love it, if you hate it, what we could do better, um, what you think is good, and if there's anything that you would like to see added to it. And I do want to say one thing. My favorite thing that happened this week is when I got to vote for you for vice mayor. Ah, so congratulations. Thank you. And uh, Councilmember Claycomb did a fantastic job during probably the most challenging year that many of us have ever seen. But I think as we head into the second year of this new decade, you're just going to do a fantastic job. So thank you so much for your willingness to serve. Oh, thank you. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. The um, for for those who wonder, you know, the perks of being vice mayor is you get a new parking spot. <laughs> <laughs> so a I did closer to the door. I did text you um, the night Monday night of this week and said this is the last time for a year that I'll call you council member. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I yeah. was really excited for you. So good luck. You'll do great. Thank you. Thank I you. appreciate it. Have well, a great day. Yeah. Thank you all for tuning in.